But it was good. Though. Shout out Burrito Dom. Shout out to the entire Burrito Dom family. I appreciate y'all for doing this. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I was joking around saying like, yo, because I already did an interview with y'all, right? And that was like what, probably like four or five, six months ago. And so that I was telling y'all guys like, yo, give me another one, give me another one. And he's like, okay. And I love thought y'all was joking. I was just like. I was like, you know, interview everyone first, and then that come to me. And then Yaga, I see y'all tweeting saying, like, I got an interview today. I was like, oh, okay. Bro, I thought we reminded you a couple of times. I guess not. We can, nah, we can make it short, though. You can say anything to the burrito, now. That's not a joke. We, we just make it happen. Exactly. Nah, that's real. That's real, though. Y'all really, y'all really about this life. I appreciate y'all. But um, um nah, of course, of course. Let, let, let's let's get beyond the formality. You know what I mean? Go ahead, bro. Ask me whatever comes to mind. Let's, let's get this uh, interview going. Yes, sir. How you feeling though? Let's start off with that. I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah, the auction going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling hype. I'm feeling happy, blessed. I was just telling the the cooler boys how much I love them, and it's truly a blessing to be around so many. Like-minded, talented individuals that I could call my brothers, my family. Yeah, I'm mm. constantly inspired. No, I feel that. Shout out to the cooler. You know, it's funny. There's a character in King of Fighters. Her name is Kula. She's icy. And when I first uh, heard about Kula, I was like, that's like, I just love the name. Um, so shout out to y'all for choosing uh, and sticking with the cool name. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. A, a, a quick rundown. It, basically, it's a it's a word derived from Sanskrit, which is kind of like a ancient language from the Indian subcontinent, and it means like tribe and community. So I thought it was very fitting for us. Oh shit! Nah, that yeah. makes it even way better. I appreciate you, and then also we can always say you know we're cooler than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fire. I've always wondered, but I, I thought it was like like an acronym, you know, like the founders, like the the four big heads on the wall. Nah, nah. I mean, mo- most of us are kind of like um, from the Indian subcontinent, so we thought it was like very fitting to, yeah. you know, have it kind of relate back to that. Shout out brown people. We all, uh, you know, I'll talk about that a little later, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, we can, we can have a whole section for that. You know, and if they want to come and speak on that, you're more than welcome to, you know, request. And then, you know, we can have a, a banter. Like we call this, but yeah, we'd love to get into that. But I want to talk about that piece that you just dropped. It's a little different than what you kind of normally go for. Um, I want to hear about the progress about that because I know you were tweeting out that it was like struggling trying to like figure out what to drop next or like what's going to be the next piece uh, for you. Type type i was that going to men- <laughs> through mental anguish making this no cap <laughs> oh no it was because um and and i, I kind of partially blame foundation for this big shout out to foundation though as much as i do love him because it's always because it was like a very collection uh, you, you know down the line it kind of became a very collection based platform i was always under this like scrutiny to like create a collection out of you know like create a body of works you know multiple works and through that, I think it almost kind of subconsciously affected how I create art. And instead of going to each piece as a one-of-one, I would kind of map out or whenever I get to like the third or the second piece, I'll kind of try to create an entire story around it. And mm-hmm. so I was going through a lot of anguish trying to come up with like, what should I do for this third piece? And I'm like, yo, I'm not even making a collection anymore. Why do I care? 
But um, funny enough, mm-hmm. um, for anyone that really, really kind of pays attention, if you actually go through a lot of my works, it, I always kind of, and big shout out to um, Sur- Surreal Serpentine. Uh, I feel like we both kind of do this where we, we always kind of make like three pieces and they all kind of like tell a story and kind of like connect with one another. And for me, if you really go through a lot of my works, I'd say on average about every three pieces, I completely change my style. Mm-hmm. And then and then from my last couple of collections too, what I would do is the, the third piece in the collection would always be a drastic, would be drastically different compared to the other two. And so for this one, um, the first two pieces I put up on Super definitely had a very... Uh, almost like melancholic, uh, like this yellowish background. It was very, um, almost somewhat bright. And for this one, I wanted to, you know, take a quick 180 turn, just go back to um, <laughs> the old days of Mediolana where I would just make some super depressed and dark art. But uh, I, I think it is really like a, a huge motif of mine, something that I'm almost like proud of always creating. And for this piece, I really wanted to um, create something dark. Mm, yeah, I've been scrolling down. No, yeah, for sure. Because I've always, we've seen like your style progress and evolve, um, but there's still like that, that same feeling, um, and it's kind of like, uh, like hard to explain. Um, but I, I see like repeating motifs and, and elements that you use uh, throughout your work. Um, that kind of has like that grounded feeling, um, that you kind of have like a formula thing. But appreciate you. Yeah, like they all like each like push that that boundary and still like strata like stand on their own. Um and that's what we notice with every piece. They're like, Oh, you just keep evolving, like and it's because like you like really push the concept to a different like side or, or like extreme. Um so it's cool to see like that contrast. Like the ones I've been like pinning up, they're a lot more bright and colorful and then like you look at that piece and it's like dark and like engulfing and a little lacking of color but still like that same vibrancy and energy um mm-hmm. throughout them all i i think almost it's like this uh this challenge that i've been really putting myself towards in, in creating art because um I, I think when i initially started it's what i'm creating now i'd say is what i've always wanted to create to a certain extent but when i you know, I kind of came in doing digital, right? Mm-hmm. When I when I first started art, I think my biggest inspirations were really like, um, like abstract expressionist artists, like you know, uh, like like Rothko's and stuff, and Gerhard Richter, definitely one of my favorite artists too. But I was always gravitating towards like that kind of like darker aesthetic of like Caravaggio and like um, Francis Bacon. But yeah. in and I don't know if this is a subconscious thing. I feel like a lot of digital artists might agree with me in this sense. When you're kind of going through creating digital, you know, whatever it be, Photoshop, uh, Procreate, or whatever, you're almost kind of given, like, this unlimited uh, power in using colors. And so when I kind of started off, it was just constantly pushing what I could do with colors. And that's a lot of my early work is extremely, extremely bright. And, you know, I've kind of mentioned it before. Really, every single time I'm creating art beyond just, like, trying to solidify a concept or create a portrayal of what I'm going through. It really is like every single piece of a study to a certain extent. And especially with a lot of my newer works, it's really been the study of pushing away from colors while still making it vibrant. You know, I'm not thinking you kind of really set it perfectly where it feels like the colors are more muted. And I think that in itself kind of on a psychological level gives you more of that darker tone where in a lot of my earlier works, like, you know, I finally feel free or like kind of like the, the other anatomical portraits I made, the, 
the theme or at least the idea I was trying to go for was already a very dark theme. You know, I mean, it was, it was always something dealing with like, um, whether it be flaws or trauma, pain, all these type of ideas, but it always kind of came off as very colorful. And I felt like uh, I really wanted to push myself away from that. And especially my um, last collection I did on foundation. And I really want to push that idea of using more muted colors to really portray that, you know, those darker themes that I'm trying to actually convey to my artwork. And so for this one, I was just like, now nah, we go with, <laughs> we go make it look like hell. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad you said that. I appreciate nah, it. Really. I... Yeah, of course. Um, I think that your profile picture that you have right now, that self-portrait, it's, I think, like, genuinely, like, my favorite work that you've done. Um, and it was because, like, I think I saw this, the one that I pinned up, where it's, like, the side-by-side. Um, and to me, the the depth of the one on the left is a lot more introspective because I feel like you're actually, like, dissecting your mindset about art and how you approach it um, on, a, on a deeper level. Um, and that's kind of, like, resembling the, like, the anatomy and the line work. Um, like, it looks like you're really, like, diving into what you want to like focus in um, adjust and dial in. So like the muted colors on this, like you said, like it relates to your, your earlier work and that representation of color, but it's like dialed in and adjusted and tuned in to like show it what you really want to like display. Um, so that was always like cool to see. I appreciate that, that. That, that drawing is just sick as hell. Facts. Definitely one of my favorite pieces. Big shout out to T Joe. He actually collected my profile picture. Big shout out to uh, my blue brother for that. And now that's definitely one of my favorite pieces too. And I feel like I haven't made a portrait work yet that I that'd be willing to replace the profile picture. So this has kind of almost become like a um this is just a reflection of what Medialon kind of stands for. And, and I'm kinda of glad you pinned up that um two portraits. Those two collections were really almost like binary in a certain sense where i was if if you really look at both collections side to side i was almost kind of creating the opposite versions of each piece so like the the my profile pictures from one collection and other ones from this other collection i created like two portraits i created two like um kind of like uh like half you know torso and above pieces and i created another one where it was just more of like showing more of the body and it was really this um just playing around with this like I don't know. I don't know where it really comes from, but just really playing around with these like binary concepts and trying to make like opposites. And those two collections would be this idea of um, the collection with um, accepting all my flaws. That was more of a, a lighthearted collection in the sense of like I'm trying to reach a sense of freedom, trying to become a better person. Whereas the other one is really just constantly going back to these like darker ideas and darker thoughts. I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I love dissecting your work. Uh, like literally in uh, in the sense that you kind of like present it as such as well um real like introspective and, and a cool approach um what what have you been using like lately are you still like drawing most of it i know there's like ai tools or like photo manipulation uh photoshop um like what's your pro- process on that so when i had originally started i literally was making on my iphone off this like free drawing app and I would just kind of like take pictures of uh damn you gopin. You take <laughs> you take pictures. I, I was just thinking like uh anatomical references kinda of use that to create everything. 
And um, as time kind of went on, big shout out to Provider KA2. I, I just seen how dope he was at Photoshop. So I took in a lot of notes and just practiced with Photoshop too. And it was mainly Procreate. I was definitely doing a lot of work. I, th- I think a lot of people kind of consider me almost like a, I guess like a traditional digital artist or in, in the sense of like how you look at like, like if you, if you know, you kind of understand what I'm trying to talk about, like YouTube, like digital artists on YouTube where it's, uh, there's definitely like a certain style to it and there's a lot of drawing and stuff. But I almost kind of see myself mm-hmm. as more of like a, a Photoshop, almost to a certain extent like a collage artist where I'm just constantly blending layers together to create certain um, pieces. And then I go back and then like constantly render it. And then so I'd say recently, I definitely started using Photoshop a lot more in my work because I, I, I felt like I was um, sleeping on Photoshop. There's actually so much things you can do there, whether it be like texture or just really uh, color manipulation, which you can't, you can you can do it on Procreate, but I think there's um a certain it's there's like a certain level of complexity that you can really get on Photoshop. And then also yeah, I've been just messing around with a lot of um a ton of AI and stuff. I I think AI is so dope because I put it like this. I think I think there's people who use AI and they'll be like, I <laughs> here's the art. <laughs> but I've, I've come to realize like, yo man, what AI truly is is just. Pinterest on crack, if you really think about it. It just helps you create references <laughs> that doesn't exist. And then I'll use like like I forgot who it might might have been Goliath. Shout out shout out Goliath, my goat, shout out Terrell to my goat. Where um I think one of the most important parts of art isn't as as some people might hate me for this, but it isn't color. It really isn't like definition or figures anything. It's really composition. Because if you have a good enough composition, you can turn that black and white. You can use any color you choose. But if you have a good enough composition, it'll catch someone's eye. And so what I'll use is kind of like, um, I, I'll use, I'll mess around with Dali, I'll mess around with the journey and stuff, and I'll get these crazy compositions. And then I'll kind of almost use that as like the, um, I guess like the initial sketch, you know, kind of like underpainting how you do it for like traditional painting and stuff. And I'll use that composition and then I'm just like going in and creating everything within my style. I don't know, it's pretty dope, it's pretty dope. People be sleeping, bro, people be sleeping. But it's still mainly um, Procreate. And it's more just like, editing post is like post editing but mainly i'm still using procreate like my ipad and pencil mm-hmm. what would you say would be like looking back at like your iphone works compared to what you're doing now uh, what do you think is like the biggest takeaway that you've uh like learned in your artistic journey um i don't think i really learned anything <laughs> <laughs> no truly truly it really is this like it's like the subconscious journey of understanding art better i think like in a in how do i put this like and not i'm saying like in a uh cocky sense right but i think i've always been confident in my vision and at any point in time and when i'm creating art i have a vision of what i want to create or, or am attempting to create and i can never get to it because i don't have like that foundational skills of a artist, you know. What I mean, I didn't. I, I really came in not knowing anything about color theory or figures or composition or depth or shading or you know hues and saturation. I free fall. I was freestyling this whole. Mm-hmm. I could curse, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah you can. I was freestyling this whole shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck, I was stupid. <laughs> but in doing it, you almost get this like. I really went through this subconscious journey and we start to understand like, okay, these colors kind of work well together. Right? Like I remember we had a conversation, it was like, I think it was me, Goliath and Charlie, we was having a conversation some group chat or something where people were like, yeah, no, color theory is so important. So I was like, bro, we just throw colors till it look good. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about any of that shit. 
<laughs> but that's how it really is. You know what I mean? And you, you almost get like this visceral feeling where you um, just start to understand how certain things work together, how to create depth. Um, like, I think one of the most powerful things that I've personally done, I, a lot of people really think that I do um, 3D, right? I use like 3D models or like 3D. Bro, if I, if I run Blender on my laptop, it. it's going to blow up. <laughs> so I've tried so many times to run Blender, it will blow up. But um, it's really just understanding that it's it's really just depth, right? Like, you ever see, like, um, a, uh, a drawing, like, like a graphite um, pencil drawing of a sphere, right? It's, it's a 2D flat drawing, but it really is the depth. It's just the way you shade certain things. So I almost give, uh, give that illusion of a 3D, you know, depth field. So just understanding mm-hmm. those type of things, playing around with different colors, and just really the number one thing is, for me personally, is just composition. And um, mm-hmm. I've been trying to drift away because I think I really got down the composition of what a portrait should look like. It really is like understanding the focal points of how the eyes reach to the audience. And that's really how you draw them into it. And now I've been really practicing, kind of like I said, I'm, I'm doing like studies every single time I create art where I'm trying to push away and trying to find different compositions or even like trying to not use the eyes as the focal point, really make the body the focal point. And yeah, I've been just practicing a lot. So yeah. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that because a lot of the times I start off my works with composition being the main, uh, like starting point because like navigating the eyes throughout the work, uh, super important. You got to make sure they like actually know what's going on. Like you said, the focal points, uh, like the balance, uh, it's just like super critical when like presenting work. Um, big so, big yeah, shots out there. That, that's. Oh. I apologize. I apologize for cutting you up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just quickly had to say <laughs> big, big shouts out to Amu down there. Amu's vision, y'all go follow him. Solo saying too, bro. These, I've definitely been so super, super inspired by these two individuals. And I'll never forget, I was talking to Amu. This is like a year ago, type, you know, type shit. And he's just telling me, he's, I, I think me, Amu take like a very um, similar approach, but we look at our art almost in a mathematical sense. And he was just telling me, he'd be like, He's talking about someone's work of science, and he's just like, yeah, bro, it's like too many focal points. You got it. Like, this is where my eyes as the audience is drawing to. And I'm just like, yo, I never thought about that. This motherfucker, a genius. <laughs> like, it was such a simple concept, but it was something that truly blew my mind and made me really start to understand from an audience perspective uh, how art looks. Because we hold so much sentimental value to our work sometimes that we're almost like, we get jaded. We almost get like, you know, blinded by our own um ideas that we forget how someone else is perceiving this artwork and because of him and also just like always i've always fell in love with the way uh solo saint creates his figures these beautiful figures the way he blends these colors together he's definitely pushing me a lot to really play around with colors and um you know i'm, I'm really a uh what's the word like amalgamation of all my homies you know i'm just paying attention to their work really studying what they do and uh i've been able to get to this point like i joke around all the time but like my art school was twitter <laughs> Just, just looking at my artistic peers, that's my art school, bro. I don't got a degree nah, in this thing, bro. I was just paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. I said the other day, I was like, you got to pay attention to, like, your contemporaries. Like, who is really around you? Because, like, we see books in our history and, like, prints and stuff of, like, real popular art. And like, you kind of, like, glance on it and then you kind of move on, but the people that are creating around us, you kind of have to, like, not have to, but most of the time you, like, take a closer look uh, at, like, the whole progress of how things are going. Like, I've been seeing your progress in your work, and I've been taking notes of things like that. Same with, like, Goliath and Terrell, Solo, like, all these people. Like, I notice what they're doing, and I, like, 
think about that when I'm making work myself. Because um, I know some things that I can improve on that I look up to people that do it well. And I'm like, I want to know how they did it and what steps they took to like get to that. And then I can apply those things to my work. Um, and like you said, like it's really just like helping each other grow. Because um, we share a lot of knowledge with each other, especially when we talk about works like this. We get a chance to like dissect them um, and look at it on, on a much le- deeper level than like just looking at a screen. Uh, so I think like moments like this and like people around us are super important to like artistic growth uh, and overall approach and just art in general, I'd say. No cap, bro. No cap. Goliath the color god, bro. This man Terrell really be out here building scenes. People, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I I hate to be that. I hate to be that motherfucker, but you know I'm will, I'm willing to take the the arrows for my fellow artists. People don't be looking. <laughs> they really don't be looking. They'll see your art be like fire and keep it pushing, bro. It's like nah, bro. We really pour our hearts and souls into this. There's really details in every inch of the works that we create, man. Like down to the color, man. Down, there's there, there's a reason for why we, you know, cho- make the choices that we really make. And if I could really say anything for anyone that's um, a fan of art, really start to really dive deep into why we choose to do what we do and what what's the real intention behind it. You, you know, we, we could um we could go towards that. Let me, let me talk about the the intention behind this piece, if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, yeah, go I was going to say that people see, but like you said, people don't look like there's a difference between like seeing something and then like taking a look at it. Um, And that's why I've been like, I I think like these spaces and like now that I'm in the burrito down, like actually interviewing people, um, (laughs) I've been getting these comments about people saying that I sound different or that I I, like grew (laughs) up or whatever. But this is like just me like actually like putting my heart out there and like showing people that like there's real passion behind like these artists and the art that they create and now that we have a platform to like present each other in this kind of light then I'm all for it like I appreciate these moments I appreciate learning from people like you and a lot of the people in the crowd uh, so big shout out to y'all um, shout out you to know, Rita now for real shout out, shout out to everybody here uh, and with that being said, I can go ahead and, and welcome people up to the stage. Um, if you want to go ahead and ask Milan or Joe or the burrito a question or just, you know, kick it with okay. us, uh, go ahead and request and then we'll bring you right burrito, up. Burrito, could I get co-host real quick? Let me hold that. Let me Take hold that, that. co-host. Let, let my brother Joe be co-host. Yes, sir. Let me, um, while you requesting people, let me just go into talking about the piece real quick then. Um, no, go ahead. Uh, let me, let me, uh, can, can, can you pin it up again so it's like the latest one just so people yeah. get like a, a visual too yeah I'm gonna remove that one so go ahead and tweet that out it's live right now on Super Rare oh yeah the auction the auction is also live would appreciate it y'all if y'all could retweet that tweet out big shout out to um, Mao also has been on a lot of my other pieces too shout out to Mao shout out to Bitman for putting in the other bid and big big shout out to Fantastic Mr. Fox super super dope to it um, put in the two eat bed. I'm truly, truly blessed. But um, f- for this piece, so basically, um, the the piece is titled "Letting the Pain Burn Away," and I kind of came upon this because, um, for one thing, I really want to practice myself adding another figure into my work. Um, I know Provider K is always cooking, cooking my shit, telling me, 
said, do something different. I'm like, bro, do something different. You ain't peeping. But um, I really did want to add another uh, figure into this. And it's kind of like to go on with the trajectory of what I'm always trying to convey to my art. Um, it's always this concept of self-reflection, right? It's always constantly self-reflecting about my past self, my present self, how I view myself in the future. And with this piece, it was really, um, I was talking about Hilda's space too, and I think uh, Hilda and Hilda kind of really got onto a point where there's there's this figure kind of, you know, laying in front of the fire, sitting down on its knees, just like with his hand out, looking right into the fire. And you have this other figure who seems to be floating in air, just like uh, about to like fall into the fire. Just like toes are dipped into the fire, just burning up. And it's almost like cowering in fear. It's like, you know, cross your bones like a fetal position. It doesn't want to get burned. And the whole concept of this piece was really to personify pain itself, right? I think um, in, in a way, we almost kind of are shameful of our pain, of our past trauma, of experiences that we don't like to think about, of all the wrong things we might have done to other people, done to ourselves, just the way we perceived ourselves and the world around us. And it's, 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 it's this like self-reflection thing that I'm always constantly always talking about. And I really want to personify this pain almost in a, humanate, in a humanoid form, but almost larger than life, right? Because pain in reality isn't a real thing at all, right? It's it's a it's um it's 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 a made up concept in our head, right? It can feel real. The consequences of it occurring to us in our lives it feels very very real. And so in that sense, I want to personify it into this whole another human being, almost you know being burned in the fire. And the figure on the bottom, which is kind of like a reflection of me or anyone else that kind of resonates with the piece, it's um literally letting the pain burn away. And I think it's one of the most difficult things that us as humans, we have to go through. It's probably one of the lesser talked about, you know, issues of humanity in the sense of once you've really been able to accept that pain, it personifies into an actual thing. And then you have to let it burn. But I kind of want to give a very horrific element where it almost feels like like this person is within a cave, some sort of like corner of hell and it's watching this, you know, person burn. That's such a horrific thing to really look at. But it's only the, it's low-key the only way you can really watch um, you can let go of that pain. It's to really just watch it burn away, accept it for what it is, accept it for what had happened, accept everything for what it is, and just um, let it burn. And as you let it burn, it'll finally go away. And then you can finally, you know, accept uh, whatever happened, accept the pain that you have went through, the shame, the guilt, the trauma, and just uh, keep moving on with your life. And uh, I really want to use the fires almost like a sense of illumination, where it Though, though this is definitely to a certain extent a horrific event, it is still like illuminating the character that's kind of like you know kneeling down on its knees, just looking at it, and it's uh, almost in a way it's really hopeful, right? Almost kind of like a, um, a sequel to the last two pieces where the original piece that I did on my genesis for Super was why do humans create art? Kind of asking this like broad question, like why do we create art? And it's really this question that I'm asking myself. Like I'm not saying why do humans create? I'm saying why do I create art? And from there, kind of went to the next piece where sometimes I feel alone, which again was like this abstraction of what it feels like to have those feelings kind of, you know, uh, course through your veins, through your organs and your body and stuff. And finally for this one, um, those feelings, which was partially pain, has now personified into this humanoid figure and I'm letting it burn in front of me because that's the only way to let it go. But yeah, that's that's basically the piece. Man, that was really nice to hear, man. That's what I, I like. I them. sat down and like looked at it for a minute. And that's what I was getting at overall. But yeah, the way you just created that, it's 
Yeah, man, that was beautiful. And I love the the pose and the anatomy of that figure floating on top. I think that's just super Facts. well done. That's what was the process? Is that is this? Uh, did you use AI for this at all? So th- when I originally done AI, right, I just comp because the, the the bottom figure I completed it on myself, and for the top figure, I was trying to figure out a way to. Because there's, there's the fetal position, and I felt like it, it didn't do it justice to what I was trying to do. And then I got this, like, super warped um, composition of, like, a, a figure, kind of, like, similar to this position. And then I kind of went and, like, you know, recreated it, um, drew, drew it all over and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, this one hits. <laughs> this one hits. Because if you look closely, it's almost like putting its hands to its face, covering its face. I don't want to show its face either. And it's almost like floating. And then I wanted to float. I didn't. I thought about even like, you know, having it like tied to chains or something like that. And I didn't want to do that because in reality, the pain isn't real. This is not a real thing. And it was, it was Loki inspired by, I forgot who had made the piece. I don't know if you, you got a good art history, but there's this one piece where um, this dude is like cowering down, looking at the floor and there's like three witches on top of him. Have you, do you know what piece I'm talking about by any chance? I don't, I don't know. I usually confuse them with pieces that look very the same. You can find um, the name. Yeah, no, no, fuck all this. You can take me years to figure it out. But basically, the, the concept of that piece was like <laughs> this, uh, this, this, <laughs> this, this person is like, you know, lowering its head. And it's like, it's like frightened, right? It's scared of these like witches. But the witches aren't real. It's all in its head. Like none of that shit is real. Mm. And these witches are almost kind of like scaring it. It has a donkey in the piece. I don't know if anyone knows what piece I'm talking about. Oh, I think like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like you've seen it. I feel like you've seen it. But yeah. It was good. Amu was good. Ready. Appreciate y'all for pulling up. And thank yeah, you to everyone who came stage. into this space. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Hello. What's going Yo. on? What's up? What's up? What's good, what up, what up? Get all the friends. Amu, what's, up, what's going on? Yo, what's up, everyone? What up, Milan? Congratulations, first of all. Like, you killing it. But, um, yeah, like, this whole explanation of your piece and seeing you explore this like self-reflection theme for the past i don't know over like a year now it's just been like i feel like i like understand you better as a person through every piece and like you know it's like a it's crazy to see how much you evolved too like it was interesting hearing you talk about like the the three piece thing where like you try to switch up every, um every three styles uh, every three pieces so like i had like a few questions around that like um like why why do you feel like the constant need to switch styles and then like um are there like certain motifs that you carry throughout all your styles? Yeah, I love you, bro. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I think it's almost like I don't know how else to put it, but it's like I have so many ideas for what I want to create and what I want to show, and then I I completely understand that the 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 way that I don't, I don't want to call it the space, but the way the art world has kind of worked for a while is that you, you become known for, you know, your certain stylistic choices and stuff. And that's how you kind of known for the rest of your life. And that's something I've always kind of despised a lot. Not to say that there isn't any type of to kind of answer the second latter part of your question. There isn't any like multi-design sign that I'm constantly um, portraying. Right? I, I think anatomy is a big portion of my work. And that's almost like this general, uh, motif and theme that will be present no matter what pieces I do but I think for me it's just like once I've created it I feel no need to have to do it again and I just want to make the next thing 
You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's kind of, to read the best analogy, it's kind of like when people be like, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Old Drake, I'm Mr. Old this artist. <laughs> they go listen to it. You like it so much, go listen. Nothing is stopping you. But um, it's, 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 it's like this almost like, I wouldn't even say it's artistic integrity, right? Because I think I can recreate the piece if I want to, but it's just always this constant push for myself to want to keep on creating. I think what I'm creating right now which might be in a crude way to say it, it's only what I'm capable of right now. I think I'm going to do create even art that's 10 times better than this within the span of next year. I've been able to uh, evolve so quickly within a year. I can only imagine what will happen by next time this year, you know, next time with, once a year has passed. And for me, it's just like constantly pushing and every piece I make is really a study. And once I've studied it, you just, you know, I make mean? you go to school and you study a topic. Once you're done, you use what you learn to, you know, go on to a more complicated topic. I feel like that's the way mm-hmm. I kind of go about art. I've learned what I've been able to learn. And I'm just going to keep using that to keep building. You know I mean? I, yeah. I think eventually down the line, I'll be able to create like actual entire like Renaissance piece because I've been able to understand everything. Hope that answers your question. Wait, I'm going to just pick your brain a little bit. Um, so like when, when you say like recreate, when you say like recreate a piece, right? Um, is that like, like, do you mean that, like, stylistically or, like, conceptually? Oh, no, conceptually, conceptually, conceptually. So, so like, like, wait, I'm, I'm, so, like, you're, you're scared to, like, make the same concept again, it's, like. It's, it's not that I'm scared, personally. No, I, I didn't mean I to say scared, like, uh, I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, you know, you, so you got this, like, letting the pain burn away piece, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would you ever make a piece again about like letting go of pain or would you do it in yeah a different... yeah, that, that, that's yeah that's what i meant like, that's what i meant the concepts will always be there right? if you if you yeah. really read any of my descriptions for a lot of my older pieces and stuff the concept is always there it's like 90 oh, percent mm-hmm. of my piece are really just this concept of self-reflection almost like me putting myself in this piece but transcending it by mm-hmm. creating a, a character that isn't actually me and so i think those ideas will stay i think just from a stylistic choice i'm always trying to do something like a different. visual standpoint you're trying to push it yeah yeah but while still create, like i remember i made a tweet where i said um i don't want to create a distinct style i want you to feel a distinct feeling that's what no, i'm really trying to go for i want people to feel a certain thing you know what i mean i, th- I think one of the group one of the greatest compliments i personally like to hear is when people will talk about my art they'll see my piece and they'll say what they got out of it and it's exactly what i'm trying to portray like that means to me more than like Bro, this is fire, man. This is, mm-hmm. looks cool. Like, I can make cool art, bro. A lot of us are so talented. We can make cool art, but mm-hmm. that's not the point. You know, I mean, that's not the intention. That's not why I'm pouring my heart and soul into the pieces. There's like a, a bigger picture that I'm trying to really portray. Yeah, appreciate you. Great question, man. I love you. Man, I got you, bro. Hey, congratulations oh, again. Life. Congratulations again on all the bids, man. And like, I love this new piece, the visceral. Like, I feel like this is one of your most visceral pieces today even though like most of your work is really visceral and like you know shows the human anatomy and like it's it just it just like puts you in a place where you kind of can like feel it without even having to like you know like know what's going on you just know that like something good isn't happening so it's, it's like, like just keep doing you bro and uh shout out burrito Dow, and i can't wait for miami bro no cap, bro. I'm to go crazy. Yeah, yo, I told I told Joe that we're doing cooler cipher, bro. We going crazy. We got a freestyle for the That's real. We need that. We need that.
Sign me up. I got it. Milan winning that shit. Nah, that's just, it's, it's either going to be a Vaj or like, yeah. Or Ahmed, bro. Ahmed, that's going to be spitting too, bro. Like, cool nah, we got to do it. I'm going to come with my verses written. Say that, bro. That's Say real. That. Uh, nah, but I appreciate you, brother. I love you so much. Thank you, Amun. We gotta get Noel on the beat. Nah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> shout out to all those that know about uh, Noel's hidden music career. Nah, they I'm sleep. Nice. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, um, he probably doesn't want it to be well known, but let's just say Photon make uh, beats too, bro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get my boy to. Then I'm gonna get Roz to do a stu, uh, studio album for me, bro. Shout out Roz. We're gonna <laughs> drop a mixtape. Now nah, we yeah, need to do trust. some crazy collaboration product. Trust. Yo, Terrell and Gamo too, bro. Them boys be doing music too, bro. I'm, we get a <laughs> Pure Web Three Cooler Breeder Doubt mixtape, bro. It's about to go crazy. But I'm not. Oh my God, bubbles up. Attention. Yo, what's good, Sato? What's good, Red? Yo. What up? Just chilling. How you been, Bubble? Man, I've been good. Been fine. I just wanted to say, you know, if we get uh, that kind of freestyle going, Noel's involved, I hope there's uh, perhaps an art hoe, I don't know, around. Maybe no, that's not a, you know, let me just, let me just stop where I'm at. Hold on, that wasn't necessary. What did you just say? Nah, see, it's a reference, not It's a deep cut. They wouldn't get it. It's a deep cut. That's yeah. why. That's the why. Last track. The to reference back. goes to another school, guys. The reference yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. another school. Don't worry about it. <laughs> She's not in this tri-state area, but she is around. Bubble, I have a question What's for up? you specifically. Have you thought about what you're gonna do, like? Right after the sippies has ended, you don't have to say it, but I'm curious if you've like already planned something in terms of like another yeah. kind of collection of your more personal art. Or... Oh man, fuck it! It's burrito down, man. It's where it started. It should be where shit happens, right? So let me talk about it. Yeah, I got stuff in the works. Um, right now, I am working with. Uh, two devs a front end dev and a back end dev one to work on a website and uh something that i will talk about in a minute and one to work on a contract because i think after the 100 hand drawn sippies i'm gonna drop like a low supply collection but here's the thing i don't want it to just be like tacky right like obviously i want the best uh connected to me and subtle bubble and everything so in the same vein of sippies, you know, where it's like this personalized uh, reflection of just you and your friends and everything. I'm doing it with this dev so that it's a build your own experience with different sippy assets. And in partnership with the friends that helped me kicked it off, I'm going to be doing sippy X blank collabs with different artists so that we get their kind of characters and their art on the clothes that the sippies are being customized with. And, uh, you know, I don't necessarily have the date yet. It's probably going to be end of year, beginning of next, but I'm thinking it between of keeping it between one to 3000, um, with like allow lists and, you know, mints for all my friends and all their friends and stuff, just given off of who I've drawn as sippies and stuff. 
But the idea is to like build this little foundation where in the first day you can customize it with like hundreds of different assets plus like different artists from the space. And then, uh, you know, throughout the months, there can be different drops with different artists that bring in new assets to the character creator. So if you already have a sippy, you can just like switch your outfit to whoever the artist is for that drop. And, you know, if you don't have a sippy at that point, then you miss out. It like kind of is a limited thing. But I'm hoping with everything I've been able to do in this collection, I can, you know, commission that kind of work from fellow friends and build out like a good little drop schedule between now and next September. Because then next September, that's when I would do like a wig hand drawn and, you know, come back with more of these little auctions at 0.05. And yeah, I think uh, between then too, I want to do my own art, you know? <laughs> I definitely want to draw for myself and like put out the ideas I have. So I've been working on that a lot. Uh, if you have any interest in doing some sippy assets, you know, whether that's um, like actual, yeah, just sippy assets, anything you could use to customize a sippy, you know, if you have like a character or just different motifs you think would be fun to add to the character creator, like feel free to reach out. If we can't get you into like one launch, like there's going to be all of 2023 to, you know, add in more artists. And I hope like, through this, I'm able to highlight the different sippies that are already like sippified and my different friends and, you know, raise awareness to like the fucking talent that's around us. Dude, that's, it would yeah, be that's... crazy if you did a sippy in friends space where just like once a week you just like bring up someone who has a sippy and just like explain their sippy and like why they made the choices they did and like what it means to them. Yo, 100%. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm all for that kind of thing. And like, right now, it's been just balancing this all. So, you know, right, like this, I feel like this series of 100 auctions has put me in a spot where I feel confident <laughs> about the future. And like, I'm not like worried about living with my parents for the next couple of years. I'm just like, okay, I have a seed money that I can make something bigger with. So I feel like, rolling that into like a collection where more people can be a part of and it becomes uh, bigger than ourselves. Like, yes, or like bigger than me. Like, yes, I would love help with, uh, you know, discord moderators and interviewers and people that literally just, you know, like I want to be paying Yaga for doing 3d sippies. I don't want it just to be like a passion thing. Cause I think they're so sick, you know, and I think I'm, I'm getting to that spot and uh, hoping that with, this kind of uh, collection vibe, it'll, it won't be the usual collection, you know, it'll have still that sippy flavor from how personalized you can get them, but it'll give that same benefit of actually allowing me to like build out these different ideas and stuff. So phase two is coming in um, and I haven't talked about it. So Felt right to share that with Burrito Dow. Um, if you have any thoughts, ideas, feel free to shoot them my way. I'm still just a bubble figuring this all out, but I'm really excited about what's what's happening here. So as soon as that gets rolling, I'll be back to also hand-drawing them, but we'll have that to play with too and like customize. You should make a trait where they can smoke weed. <laughs> you want pipes and blunts and like joint hold like joints. cigarette those yeah, long cigarette holders bomb. that'd be sick like, okay <laughs> i mean 
Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I'll talk with we, we yeah, I'll talk with my with my boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real quick, I just wanna welcome in Bushra and Tyler up to the stage. How y'all doing? Good morning, everyone. I'm suffering. I'm picking classes for next semester, but I'm also writing a research paper on water sustainability. So, you know, living my best life. I'm just listening to you guys suffering. I'm suffering, but it's okay. It's okay. I had one of the worst experiences of my entire life picking classes one time. Um, There was an error that happened where, like, certain students got, like, over allocated to a class and then they just dropped like whichever students got over allocated and i had to then pick like remaining classes out of like what was left and there were none that didn't conflict with each other in the schedule for when they were like remaining and scheduled so i then had to go around to every department head in the uh like department that I was in and get their signature to approve a schedule that I had to make to get them to say that I could be in the classes that I was supposed to be in. And it took me like two weeks and like some of the most like intense panic of my entire life. So that, it can't be as bad as that. So I <laughs> love your That literally sounds terrible. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I, I had my meeting with my advisor and he made it seem like everything was fine you know what I mean and then I went to like my like personalized like these are the classes you've taken these are the classes you have to take and like nothing was adding up and like I have to take so many classes per semester now and I like wanted to just minor in art like I'm a business major like with against my will so I just wanted to minor in art and I just like found out today that I wasn't gonna be able to fit it and it was just so devastating I want to shoot myself in the foot but it's okay trying to be sane so I just like joined the room because you guys make me want to smile more I guess but yeah that's just life I don't know honestly how are you guys doing you sipping I'm vibing Oh, yeah. Sip, 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 sip. and celebrating art. I don't think I've really spoken to you, Joe. How are you doing? I'm chilling. I'm just doing my silly little Cancel. burrito task, trying to make some crazy shit happen. Shout out, Joe. Big, let's give a round of applause to Joe for getting all these incredible talents together. That man is like the Nick Fury. Um gonna be uh, the avengers popping up at miami so shout out joe shout out the, shout out the burrito and again thank you all for tuning in um if anybody else has any questions overall about art or specifically to milan or anybody on the stage go ahead and request up uh raise a hand also wanna, feel free to like suggest the topic if you want everyone to kind of like give their thoughts on a given topic relating to art or the nft space web3 anything Yes, sir. What's up, Tyler? Yo, what's up, guys and gals? Uh, I did have a question for Milan. I kind of am curious if you could tell me where you see yourself taking art in like the next five years. Like, what's your ideal way to represent yourself? in the bigger picture of things. 
Yo, that's a great question. I don't know. I really don't know. You know, I mean, a year ago, I I didn't think I'd be where I am right now. Two years ago, I definitely wouldn't have believed any of the successes or accolades I've been able to accomplish would have came true. You know, I mean, I really um, I took a risk to become an artist. You know, I mean, that's uh something I don't like openly always mention, but I took so many risks to take this path, and um, I I've just uh promised myself like I never forget. I remember talking to my homie and I told him like, Yo, bro, I'm a I'm going to be an artist. And I kind of had to make sure he understood. I was like, nah, now nah, no crafts and hobby shit. Like, I'm talking like I'm going to dedicate my life to art. I'm really going to do this for the rest of my life. I have so many visions and things I want to accomplish. And, um, you know, not, not even in a cocky sense, but I really do believe that I can uh, use my vision to really create a better world, whether that be through just creating art that can resonate with people or it's through things like fashion design or it's through, like, furniture and architecture like I really just want to put my mind to everything and for now it's really just um understanding what I'm trying to say to the world understanding how those visions will come true how to bring those how to make those ambitions seem not so big because I'm actually because I actually figured out how to accomplish them but five years from now all I pray is that I'm still able to make a living off doing what I love I'm surrounded by the people that I respect and are inspired by and I appreciate and I'm still creating. I know I will. You know, I, mean? I know. I, th- I think that might be such a maybe a wrong way to look at it. But I truly do believe I will constantly be creating. And I think what I'm doing right now is really just a start. If I'm able to accomplish this much with barely any resources, with no type of help, you know, I mean, just surrounded by good people. And while I've been able to come this far, I can only imagine what I'll do in five years. Like, many of them are going to be household names. Trust me. Like, they don't know me, man. What what Rocky say? What Rocky said? What was that one part he said? Something go to the vote. Trust, trust, it's gonna be me. Gonna to talk, trust, <laughs> relatable. Trust. Nah, but I just wanted to highlight what you said about taking risks and like everyone that's seeing success in this space has taken so many risks. And you know, I just wanted to say I'm ready to take that risk for you, my man. Oh, we gonna do this oh, shit, chill, bro. Hey, man, you you want burrito? I'm Joe, you a burrito? I'll take a, I take a bite out of. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but yo, thank you, yeah. thank you, Tyler, but for real, for even, even all the love that you have shown me constantly, just whether it be this message you told me or just, you know, appreciating everything, everything that I've been able to accomplish, bro. I love you so much, man, and I'm blessed to have the family. You know what I mean? The, the amazing people around me who I've been able to learn so much from, and just, uh, I'm, I'm blessed that I can always go to people and I can, um, show them what I've been able to accomplish and they're proud of me. You know what I mean? That that really means the world. And I promise, but this is really just the beginning where I got y- y'all gonna be very proud of me. I'll keep it at that. And then I'm always gonna stay true to my roots because I remember having nothing, bro. I, that ass, I'll never forget. It isn't a day that goes by I don't remember when I had nothing. Now I got something. I got a little something. It's gonna keep getting bigger. I'm gonna create a better world. That's really my vision. I appreciate you, brother. Sir, it's oh, all love. It's all love. Shout out to you. Have your hand up. Well, you, man. <laughs> uh, so much. I just feel so happy to be here in uh, Mediola. I love what you said. Uh, I was just raising my hand to add to, con- to the conversation. I see this is a very creative space. Um, we are all creatives here. And I just wanted to add this. You know, 
the mind is a very very powerful tool in every creation as creatives you know our mind plays a very huge role in everything that we do and uh, over the years i've been teaching i teach art by the way so i i just wanted to you know uh, and I've seen how, you know, mostly with the people I work with, I've seen how the mind plays a role in even the outcome and the level at which people grow as artists. I mean, the speed at which my students grow and even not my students, other artists in general. So I think there's this thing believe and what we think or how we think about ourselves and our arts in general uh, has a very huge role. Uh, in the influence in which it brings and, and even how we, you know, um, the expressions and the depths we create in our works. And all of these things, it's, it's, it, 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 it's not, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it depends on individuals anyway. But it's, um, it's, it's kind of, um, I think, a programming, a belief system where someone believes that they could do just anything uh, as long as they set their mind on it. So I think everyone here should have goals. We have goals. I have goals. We all have goals. And uh, once you have a goal or something you want to achieve, it might sometimes it might sound outrageous, like um, <laughs> you know, like me just coming and say I want to make I want to make a sale of like hundred dollars. I'm sorry, hundred eats, uh, and I'm very new on the spaces. But uh, what it, it might sound outrageous at first, but if you set your mind at it and then you keep working, uh, you of course there's always roadblocks, you know, roadblocks and things that. Make look like resistance restrictions that we always face even in our art practice but i think it's always the push the determination the persistence the never give up attitude we put into everything we do into our arts i mean i have been working for like the past 22 years in arts and uh, i've seen myself push through push through even times when i felt like giving up you know, it's really hard as a Web2 artist, as a painter, especially from the part of the world where I come from. But you just keep pushing and things keep getting better. So um, I think maybe that would be like an encouragement to someone that you could actually achieve whatever you set your mind to achieve, whatever, whatever, I mean, in any ways, with art, with life, with wealth, with anything. You just keep pushing, man. And I think it could only get better. So maybe we could build on that, you know, just encouraging each other, pushing the positive vibe and someone out there needs this encouragement to just know that, you know, you're not alone. We all go through this hard stuff, but it could get better. Real, super relatable. Can, can I speak on that real quick, if y'all don't mind? Good. Um, I think, I think we've, uh, I'm, I'm all for positivity. And saying, like, you know, wag me and shit like that. But uh, I've come to realize, especially being an artist, you know, I mean, beyond just like, like the Web3 spaces, being within like the Twitter art community and everything, it's really this idea that I've kind of come to uh, realization is that we really need to educate one another to really see any actual change come, to, come true. And I think as beautiful as it is to be like, yo, bro, I believe in you or hey, man, I really like what you're doing. You should keep going. It's really taking the steps and understanding how shit works. You know what I mean? Um, like, if I went back and spoken to my older self, it wouldn't have been just like, you got this, bro. It'd be like, nah, bro, you got to make these moves. You got to do this. You got to practice. Like, one of the most craziest things I really came to the realization was this, almost this, like, societal 
this like societal concept that we uh teach you know what i mean like from from youth type shit where it's like oh you want to do this you can't do this you can't do this it's only made for certain people to be able to achieve that you know what i mean like even something like creating art, i truly understand is a is a privilege and that's maybe something that a lot of artists don't want to admit to but it is truly a privilege to sit down on your ipad and make art is a privilege you know what i mean there's like there's bills to be paid and stuff people you gotta take care of to be able to do something like this it is 100 percent a privilege but in understanding that type of thing too, I really came to this understanding that the people that I looked up to, the greats, you know what I mean? The artists, the, the musicians and artists and painters and fashion designers that I love and I adore so much. Shit didn't happen overnight, but it took years. It took years. You know what I mean? It took years of blood, sweat, and tears to get to the point where they are. And you don't see that shit. When you see the final collection, you see the final art piece, you see the final sale. Damn, you made hella money. But do you know how long it took to get to that point? And I think that's what's really important. And I'm blessed that the people that I've been surrounded by actually was able to educate me and put me on to game. And I think that's how you really push forward if you really want to see radical changes. And as much as I think positivity is important to put everyone in good health and a good mindset, I think it's also important to really put people on to how to actually make shit happen. You know what I mean? You want to start a business, not just go start a business. Oh, bro, you know, the LSE, the shit is legal. Shit, you got to go through this, blah, 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 this and this. You want to be an artist? Like one of the biggest um, tips that I could really tell artists if you want to become an artist, this is going to be wild crude to say, if you want to be an artist you got to be okay with being poor because you ain't going to make shit when you start off. I ain't going to make shit for two years. Bro. I was that I was doing $20 commissions but I could barely think, but I believed in it. I was truly passionate about what I did. That's why I just kept going. And uh, yeah. 100% agree with everything you're saying. I just want to say, man, you know what I mean? It takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. And if you're really about it, bro, you won't put in the work. And I'm blessed that I've been able to put in the work and I was surrounded by people who also seen the vision, who didn't clown me for the ambitions I had. Because sometimes you will say shit and look at you crazy. Like, you going to be an artist? Okay, bro. Look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> but we still going to keep going. We're going to keep going. That's what's really important. My bad. My bad for that tangent. I just have to get that off my chest. Because people don't talk about it enough. You, and forgive me. And, and Okay. Nah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Sorry, and I want I wanted to add to this. You know, those Web three space can really be funny sometimes. You know, most of us we spend yes, 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 and this is a very creative space. But we need to say this: it can be funny sometimes because, uh, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a painter. I will just use myself as, a, as an example. And when I came into the space, I used to paint for like seven to eight hours sometimes. Maybe we, on days I'm not very strong, I just spent at least maybe two three hours a day. But sometimes you might just come to these spaces and you end up spending your whole day like you just from one space to another you just hear you listen you talk here go there and you're trying to sell your works you're trying to make relationships and it's just funny and then you don't have any time to really create to improve your work to practice to do something and if you really want to be an excellent artist except maybe you just want to maybe uh, i mean but like really excellent artists you, you need to really practice like you need to spend time art is like a jealous lover you know she ne it needs time and you know that kind of stuff so you need to really spend time to like build your skill so not just selling not just selling we are not just marketers as much as that is part of our portfolio now on the website that we must market ourselves but we're not just marketers we are artists huh? thanks Yo, be transparent. Be transparent. My bad. I'm going to get real for a second, bro. I apologize. I don't know PR Milan tired, man. The real Milan going to stop speaking, man. I need artists to really be transparent about the shit that's going on, bro. Because motherfuckers make money and just keep it pushing. Nah, bro. It's like your shit is hard, bro. 
being an artist is easy. This isn't a labor job where you're given a task and it's like you complete the task, you're done. Nah, bro, we go through so much mental anguish mm-hmm. trying to create artwork. And then it's like, oh, damn, bro. Like, I, I won't say, do I create this type of style because everyone else is doing it? Do I do this? Do I do this? How do I market myself? Do I start lying to people, GMing my ass way 24-7 to act, be buddy buddies with people? Nah, bro. Well, I will say one of the most important things that I've GM. Big shots out to my... Yeah, I'm... <laughs> GM, GM though. That GM is kind of dope because it kind of tells you that you're within the space. I do like that aspect of it. But um, one of the most important lessons I've learned, I started with my brother Gamo. He uh he did a paperback, bro, one of my close friends, and he had tell me he, he uh, collected one of my pieces, and I you know I was super thankful. I told him, like, bro, thank you so much. You know what I mean? Like, some really don't come from a lot, so some a sale like that can really draw lives. And I was thanking him so much, and he told me he's like, yo, bro, it ain't about the money. You know what I mean? It's about the relationships you build. And that shit has stuck with me for the rest of my life. And that's how I always make it be that when I when I talk to people and I know people can attest to it, I'm genuine with people. You know what I mean? I, when I support you, but I really am supporting you. Not because I want to be tied to your association because you're doing big numbers. Not because I need a followers or a retweet, none of that shit. I genuinely will support you because I understand what it takes. You know what I mean? I've done support of so many artists trying to come up, put them on a free game because everyone's just like, just create art. Shut the fuck up, bro. It ain't just creating art. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't just creating art. So much shit. There's so much game out there that people don't want to put each other on. I'm not scared to tell it. I don't know how it really is. And I mean, I've done ta- taught people how to, you know, move around foundation, how to make this and shit, how to understand this, how to get, you know, connected with this, these type of people and stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot that you really got to teach. And I'm, I, I really want artists to be more transparent about what really goes on, how much work we actually put into these art, what, what's really happening behind closed doors and stuff like that. And I'm so happy. It's such a beautiful sight to see artists collecting from one another, really supporting, because you don't need to, bro. You don't need, how many people got in the space making straight bank, but I ain't never seen them do nothing. They ain't support back. All of a sudden, you catch a big sale. That's my favorite artist. Motherfucker, you wasn't even following me. Chill out with that goofy shit. You don't even know me like that. You don't even know me like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's beautiful to see how much you support it. And I'll never forget that. And my bad for the rant, bro. I'm going to get you to uh, beg it rant. I, I probably Yeah, I'm waiting on but... that. <laughs> I never forget, but being in this like Twitter art community long before Web three existed, before anyone gave a fuck about NFTs and shit like that, I seen the way a lot of these artists move. And they act like they was too good because I had a couple of numbers. Now we had a big following. They act like they don't want to support one another, and now they nobodies. And the rest of us really are the leaders of the new generation because we understand the actual, what with the real power of community. I that bullshit of these motherfuckers influenced me. It's about community. Shut the fuck. Fuck up, bro. You trying to pump your back? I don't fuck your community, bro. The shit we building right here is real community, but we genuinely support each other. We want to see people win. We teach each other, but we educate one another. We put each other onto game, and we really out here supporting them, bro. So don't ever forget that, man. I'm blessed with all the people I came in because I really found a lot of like-minded people who don't look at me for being crazy for saying some shit like, "Now nah, we are gonna change the world." The words to everything, but I'm gonna change the world. Me and my people's gonna change the world. That's all I want to say. Let's let's get to begging, bro. My fault. What's up, bro? Uh, bro, that was heavy. I don't even know how to come in after that. Not gonna lie, but that was real. But that was real. wait. Is my audio alright? I just got out of class. Yeah, you I good. Don't know. All right, wait. But like, uh, I just wanted to ask you, uh, like, what's the role that time plays into what you do? Like, I feel like when I look at your work, I don't just feel like experience, like life experience. Like, obviously, I could tell you spend like a long amount of time in your work, but I kind of mean like. Do you feel like time supports what you do or do you feel like it works against what you do, like your creative process? Like you take long breaks while you're working. Do you like to like finish it all at once? Do you just like work in long sessions? It's like the type of thing where it's like, I don't know. Do you feel like you have to like think on a piece while you're making it? Because I was listening to you talk earlier and like honestly just learning how to like 
I don't know, take these more abstract concepts and like put it into something, put it into a piece like I feel like you know how to do. It's something I'm really trying to work on. So I was just kind of wondering that while I was listening to you speak. As cliche as it might sound, bro, you got to be smart with your time. You know what I mean? You could you could work hard, but you got to work smart. That's one thing I've kind of come to understand is that you can you can put 10,000 hours into a piece and it still might come out trash and stuff. It's really just understanding what you need to work on and um, almost getting to this habit of going back to your old pieces and understanding what you like about it. That's number one important because you want, always want to constantly remind yourself of the progress that you have made. And then secondly, you still really look at it and understand what, what you could have done better. And then from there on, you kind of start you know, taking those things that you learn and putting it into the actual equation and actually helping create your art. And that's for time. I don't know, man. You know, I mean, I really know where I'm gonna be in five years. I don't know where I'm gonna be in next month, the two months. I don't know what the hell. I don't. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do in next week. I'll be straight freestyling all of this. But one thing I do know is that this is the path I've chosen, and there's no going back now. And I'm willing to take all the risks, all the ups and downs that comes with it. And I'm gonna just keep going. I'm gonna just keep on creating. I'm gonna. That, that crazy vision that I have in my head, I'm trying to put it out into the world. So I'm just going to keep on working that time, if anything. It's hard. You know what I mean? I ain't going front. Like, I didn't have mental breakdowns doing this. I'm not going front. Like, I didn't go through depressive episodes. just want to quit all this shit and not know what the next... Even this last piece I was making, bro. I was... If y'all see me, bro, I was up at, like, 5 a.m. going through it. G- telling people GM. I know they're like, yo, the fuck is he doing up at this time? <laughs> my boy, Ahmed on the other side of the world, he always be like, bro, what the fuck you doing up at 5 a.m.? But it's just those random spurts of, like, creativity and getting an idea. And, like, okay, now I can finally execute it because I got that idea. Uh, and as crazy as it sounds, bro, a lot of my work that goes into my artwork is really off, off the iPad. It's just kind of sitting down, just looking at the picture for like 30 minutes straight, just understanding what I could do better, constantly comparing, you know, different versions of the pieces and looking at references, understanding how I can make a certain thing appear a certain way type shit. But um, now time is really your friend if you know how to use it. You know, shout out my boy Terrell, bro. That's the GOAT. That man's work ethic is something I aspire to be like. That man, he, you could be talking to him for three hours, two and a half he worked That That's the type of time I'm trying to be on. But yeah, I, I hope that answers your question. Also, happy that. birthday, Terrell. Oh, yeah, big, yo, big, happy, big, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday bro. Happy birthday, bro. He has an upcoming right drop there. on Super Rare tonight, so I know you're going to go crazy. Shout out Looking to Looking forward man. to that. Oh, he, he has... Uh, yo, he my said, bad. Hold on, I have to give a quote from Terrell. He said, I'm not really like butchering this. He said, I may not be the best, but I'm ready to outwork anybody. And I was like... Man, that's it. That's all you need. Man. No cap. Work. No Just cap. Work. Go for it, man. Yo, like Milan said, since I'm in the, life. since I'm in the mood, I'm willing to say that, bro. Yo, a lot of us don't come. We don't come from nothing, but we really had to struggle to get to this point. To even get to the point where you could look yourself in the mirror and call yourself an artist, people have no idea how hard that shit is for some of the places that we came out from. You know, what I mean? the, the the experiences that we had to live through to be be able to. Confront to yourself and be like, nah, I'm an artist. I am a true creative and I will actually, you know, make a difference. But beyond that, it's like, um, yeah, bro, it's really, it's, it's really a, a ton of work out there. If you, you know, don't mind me, right? Like, I don't know, at least for you, like, honestly, anyone else in the space, like, when did you feel like that became real for you? Like, was it when you started selling pieces or like, were you able to tell yourself Hell no. that you were an artist? Because I struggle with that, bro. You know, like, I feel like I, I'm making shit all the time, but you know, I don't even really feel like I'm there yet, yet. Like, I have friends who, like, tell me I am, but, like, and then some people tell me, like, fuck you, like, you're, you're not there yet. So, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to even feel it. So, I guess, what, what's your take on that? 
for me personally, I say about a year and a half ago is when I really started to get into the mindset that I could openly and confidently call myself an artist. And it's less about how good your work is or how much money you make. And I, I, I was, I made a couple of sales early on, and I still wouldn't call myself an artist. My homies used to cook my shit. Solo saying I was in the baby violating me. Like shut the fuck up, bro. You are artist. I'm saying that dumb shit. But I think what it really boils down to is just understanding that, understanding. In a way, all artists are narcissistic, whether we like to admit it or not, because we believe that our art matters in any shape or form. And it's really to understand, like, yo, what I'm trying to, the thing that I'm trying to say to the world actually matters to me and to whoever else. Once you get into that realization, like, what I'm creating has a bigger purpose, has a higher purpose than just creating to create. It's more than the likes and numbers that the sales is catching. It's about what I actually want to say to the world. That's when you know you're an artist. And it's not, it's going to sound corny as hell, but I was watching this video. And bro asked this painter friend, he said, yo, how do you know when you're finished? And I'm, when you're drawing, when you're painting a painting, how the hell do you know when you're finished? And he said, I know I'm finished because I get emotional. That shit hit. That shit hit. That shit hit right there. That's how I go about my work too. And I'll be going on it for hours. And it isn't until I, get, I feel this sense of, you know, emotions running through it. I, I, can, I can almost feel the emotions coming off the piece. That What I'm trying to say is actually being conveyed. That's when I know I've created a piece. And I think that's how you should go about being an artist. It's bigger than the numbers, bro. It's bigger than the likes. Reach. Fuck off that shit, bro. If all this shit goes away, what they gonna remember you for? That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. What did you really try to tell to the world? And as long as you hone down in that shit, you artist to me. That's all that matters. Sheesh. That's fire, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you for showing me all the love, bro. Take my word. I peep. You be, you, recently, you've been showing me a lot of love. I appreciate you for that. Uh, Thank uh, you. I only, like, very recently got into, the, like, the Twitter space. I've been on Instagram for a minute, like, hustling. But, like, I just, but, like, I don't know. The environment here is a lot just more supportive. And I really, just, even what you said just now is just so real, bro. And I really feel like this is, like, something completely different than any other social media in terms of just the community you were talking about, just other people supporting each other and just being real and just making real art, not, like, any of that other bullshit, whatever, but I don't know. I'll, I'll shut up now, but like, thank you, though. That was, that was real. Thank you. Now you good. You good, but keep talking. I know I talk too much. Like I said, you give me a mic, I'm gonna talk. But yo, what's up, Bush? I see you have your hand up. Hi, guys. I just was just listening um, and just wanted to add my two cents in on what it, on like the struggle of accepting yourself as an artist. Um, it's like interesting like I have not known a lot of artists like outside of like my high school classroom but like coming on Twitter I definitely like met so many people and it was something I I like was reflecting on like the I feel like every artist goes through that where they like put their foot down and, and is like I am an artist you know like I had that with my parents when I decided not to go to med school, you know, like I had to slam my foot down and realize what my passions are in front of the people that mean the most to me, you know, because our opinions weren't aligning. And I think like that moment was where my love for my art was tested. And I feel like everyone has their own definition of that. But just like Milan said, you know, in like our world today, like I think it's a normal thing to understand, like you kind of do need to make money but it's also like you're an artist before you make your first sale. You know, like you're an artist with the way you look at the world. Like you're an artist with the way you think about the world. You know, like my art is on a canvas, but my art is also in the way I talk. It's in the way I walk. It's in the way I think. It's in the way I breathe. And I accept that. And it's also like 
we're all so hardworking. And some of us think like we're born this way or some of us made it that way, you know. But regardless of how you got there, you're still here. You know, like we're all in this Twitter space. We're all still here. And it's I like to think that God or the world or whatever it is that my gift, my gift of creating, my gift of writing poetry, all that stuff I do is a gift that who am I to deny it? You know, like I am an artist and you're an artist and it's all fucking beautiful because I accept it. And I think like it's so scary to accept that in today's world, you know, like it's something I'm sure all of us can relate to like, oh, like you're an artist, you know, like good luck with that. Like and it's in a condescending tone like you're going to like be broken shit. But like it's not like that anymore. You know, like like Milan said, it's about the people you meet along the way. And it might sound cliche, but it's honestly the truth, you know. So I do want to say, like, to anyone that's out there that feels like they're afraid to, like, say that they're an artist, like, it's your gift, you know, like, it's not just what you can put on a canvas, you know, it's the way you love, it's the way you connect with people, it's the way you communicate without using words per se. So like, just remember, like, it's a gift and ask yourself in those moments, like, who are you to deny the gift? that you, you you've been given and the gift that you were dressed for but i just wanted to put my two cents in for that that was beautiful have any of y'all like tried to go to art school because i i don't know for me personally i went through like a little thing where i was trying to like go to art school because i was like that that that's what makes me an artist but like that shit is so expensive and i'm like damn i really feel yeah. like it's bigger than that this is a question for me because i'm uh I'm a proud art school dropout. Amen. <laughs> um, really, I, I spent the years of my life studying art, and I'm grateful for that. I learned a lot. But I guarantee you that going to school did not make me feel any more or less of an artist than I already was. Um, and I think Busha nailed it best, saying that you are an artist in either way you think and who you are as opposed to like numbers and followings and how much work you've done and what you know how to do well or not. Um, Cause like it, it's to a point where it feels natural to a lot of us. And when you go into it, you kind of get lost and you kind of like let yourself loose. Um, and that's how I like knew that I wanted to be like an artist and pursue this. Cause every time I picked up a pencil and I drew something, I like felt something and I wanted to express a feeling or an emotion or tell a story. Um, and I also feel like I resonate with Milan saying that like all of this was just like practice to get to where I can properly express myself. Um, and every time I went into art, that was like the mindset that I went in with. Um, and it was just about like self-growth and self-discovery um, and really like trusting my gut to to pursue this with like my heart out because um, I've been tested a lot uh, on this as a career choice um, like you know dropping out and like making it my focus like Milan said there was a lot of struggles um, and where you're broke you have like not making it but you still like pursue art with your heart um, and I think like that is what's most critical and when you like see yourself as an artist um, just seeing like how genuine and passionate you are about what you're creating uh, or learning or trying to achieve uh, with your expression and who you are because I think like being an artist really ties with who you are as a person um, so once you like know that and you like know where your heart is at 
then I think that's going to help you decide of like if you see yourself as an artist because like people go through imposter syndrome but on what merit is that like why are you comparing yourself to other things when you really just have to like look within yourself and know that you're like meant for this and this is what you want to do um and then you know after that just do your best and, and try just one last thing though uh i don't know just one like thing i've just been kind of ruminating on is i just feel like uh as much as people love art i just feel like this world and just like a lot of people just don't actually fuck with artists so like i don't know just kind of like what um i think bushra was saying uh, like uh, uh i don't people, know when, when you say you, you stop talking or if i'm just rubbing but it sounded like it got silent there for a second <laughs> oh my fault did it cut out my... Yeah. No, I, nah, I heard you. Okay. Shit. Can never tell. This is what I can't do spaces, bro. Uh no, I just wanted to reiterate on that fact. Wait, wait, like, Tyler. I... Wait, the uh, he was actually talking. Oh, I think my bad. he like cut okay, out. So for I am you. rugging. <laughs> Shit. I apologize. Let me shut up. Yeah, alright, alright. Wait, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Wait, can you yes. my yeah, right. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was just saying, like, I just feel like it's really hard to just be someone who has something you believe in, you feel me, while being in a, a world full of people who don't give a shit about that. Like, And I feel like everybody goes through that at the beginning, and that's valid, but, like, I don't know. It's, like, at least for me, I, I go to, like, a, like a normal-ass, like, college-type type environment. No one here does art-type shit, so it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, I... it's just... Sorry, yeah. sorry. Sorry, continue, continue. Uh, I don't know. I'm just asking that, I guess, to all of you guys, because I feel like all of you guys are for real artists. Like you're out here saying what you want to say, being what you want to be. You're walking and talking. But like, how do you be that in a world that I feel like kind of hates that, you know? Like, Can I? I'm going to start first, um, just because I like hearing you talk sounds like hearing me talk. And that's a talk I have with myself so often. And I want to say, like, where you are right now, I am so sure, like, all of the people that inspire you and all the people you look up to, like, they're in the exact same position you're in. Like, I am, like I said, I don't know if you were there, but I was talking, like, I have to pick classes for my business major, you know, like, everywhere I'm surrounded, like, in person, like, I'm not surrounded by artists, you know, like, and it's something that like makes me question like am I doing the right thing you know like should I be a doctor should I be a corporate something blah 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 but it's also like understand that it's part of the journey like it's part of the process you know like people say like nothing easy like nothing valuable comes easy like this is part of your journey you know to ask these questions but not in a sense where you doubt yourself but to find you closer to your purpose you know, because once you find those answers or understand that you don't even need an answer, but you're searching for something more, like it's going to keep you going. You know, like I'm always sitting and I'm always just like thinking. And like I do that in the sense, not because I'm sitting there and I want answers, but I want to think in a way that's going to push me. You know, like if you ask me why I'm an artist, like I probably will tell you 500 different reasons, but they all come down to the fact that I want to communicate something. What is that something? I don't even know. You know, like it changes every day, but like I am constantly surrounded in an environment where like I'm the only artist in the room. And before it used to make me feel like 
I didn't belong or that perhaps I'm not doing the right thing or like I need to be realistic and get a corporate job and all this stuff and make money and you know what I mean but I just flip that on its head you know like I am the only artist in my room and that is my power you know like that is what's gonna set me apart and I'm gonna let it set me apart because that's my advantage you know that's my blessing and I just want you to like remember that like the questions you have right now, the doubts you have right now, I promise and I pray that for you with time are going to be the very reasons you reach the heights you reach. You know, like everyone I look up to and everyone on stage, like I've gotten to grow with so many of the artists here. And I know there were moments we doubted ourselves, but I also want you to look at the success you've had right now. And even when you have moments of doubt and in moments you think like, maybe, you know, I'm not cut out for this, you know, like maybe I just can't do this. Like that is a voice from your past that's doubting you because you accomplished shit you never thought you could, you know, like set that into perspective if you can, like you're do you're fighting for your dreams, you know, like that is one of the most scariest, most beautiful things. And as beautiful as it is, like it's, it's also painful. Like Milan was saying, like, it's so much work, like it's, it's hard and it's gut-wrenching and sometimes it's disheartening, but it's also everything in its balance. You know, you get to meet beautiful people along the way. You get to tell yourself you're doing what you love. So like every time you go into a room and you're the only one that's an artist there, like let it comfort you, you know, let it build you up. Let it remind you yourself that you're just the baddest in the room, bro. Like that's just how you got to think because you're an artist. You know, like the world is truly your canvas and you got that paintbrush in your hand, you know, and like sometimes it's just so fucking scary. Like I feel you like I feel that pain and I feel that like scaredness all the time, but it's also my power. So I just like and I'm just so passionate about this because I feel exactly where you're coming from. You know, like I go to college and I go to school and everyone asks my major but I always end it with saying I'm a full-time artist, you know, because that's something I want the world to know because I'm going to make them know it. And why do I make that my job? Because I know it, you know, because I know I'm an artist and like it took so long to get there. So just like be proud of yourself, be proud of where you are and do not ever be upset for like doubting yourself. Like it's part of the journey and like being an artist is a lifelong process. You know, like I always say, like I was born, born an artist but it's my job to die as an artist because I want to hold on to that dream and I want to hold on to that love so like hold on to it I know I'm like speaking for so long so I'm gonna go back to like writing my essay but I hope anything that I said like I hope it clicked for you hopefully no that was some of the really shit I, bro like I just got a class that was like some of like just being in the space low-key I was low-key like not even paying attention to my class I was fucking listening to this got the noise canceling on and shit I low-key learn more just listening to you guys talk, but thank you for that, bro. That was that was real. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Sorry. Uh, I'm pinning uh, several of the artists uh, that are on stage or on the crowd. I'm going to go ahead and pin their works. If anybody could take the time to go ahead and just check them out, uh, give them a share, uh, just see and be introduced to new art. Um, I saw Tyler with his hand up, but Milan, if you want to finish up or follow up on that statement, go right ahead. Um, and welcome 3D to the stage. No, I was definitely going to say fuck school. 
<laughs> no, go to school. Go to school. Go to school. I'll be as much as I say fuck school. I got a whole degree. Don't school. School is a education is a very powerful thing. Take it if you can. Yeah, I'm on the depth I almost though. dropped out. I almost dropped out last semester, but then I, I I pulled it back in, bro. I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to finish. If if, nah, if you in it so far, nah, 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 nah. If you in it so far, kidding, kidding. Uh, unless you know 100 what you're gonna do, don't don't drop out. Take that degree because you'll definitely learn science, bro. I'm I'm blessed that I went to college, bro. I I got introduced to like contemporary art, so that definitely changed my life. And I wouldn't have gone that if I didn't go to college. So I'm, so I'm definitely blessed for that. And um, I don't know, just, just just to speak on everything else, Busher was talking about. Shouts out to Busher, man. Y'all go definitely go check her out. Such a passionate artist. I love to hear artists who are truly passionate about what they create. And um, yeah, but we really artists at heart. You know what I mean? We really have a creative vision, and it speaks to more than just um, what other people think. Because as long as you think you're an artist, that's all that really matters. Who cares what anyone else thinks? But um, yo, what's good, Tyler? I know you had your hand up. Who's good, King? Oh, or don't speak. <clears throat> no, my bad. I was I put my phone down for one second. <laughs> of course. Worst timing. I mean, I just wanted to can't really follow up what Busher said. She said it too eloquently. I was really just gonna say though that like comparison is seriously like the thief of joy. And it's crazy because like when you know you're an artist, you know, and I've gone through so many waves of like self-doubt as you guys have heard to like the ends of the earth for me obviously but um it's just crazy because like I never expect to like come out on the other end just like more in love with it and my process and like the way I work through shit is like so slow and it's easy to like get caught up in like you know looking around me and seeing like literal professionals putting out work like masterpieces so this goes to everyone because like I just got finished with like one probably like some of my favorite work and it's very different in a lot of ways but like like you said earlier I can't remember like who you were quoting Milan but when it like makes you emotional it like was this full circle moment where I was like damn I really was like never supposed to give up like I was I constantly think about this and I go to work as like an electrician and I'm surrounded by fucking like no joke just like some of like the shittiest people and like full shade on them because like they honestly are just like shitty people most of the time and it just is like so draining and then I can like come back to something that is not only like gives me life but seems to be like equal to actually creating life and I know that seems dramatic in a sense because it kind of is like I have kids and it is so different but it's just amazing that like we as artists and like a lot of people who sit down and just pour their heart out no matter what type of media it may be it just can withstand the test of time in so many different ways and I don't know. I just feel blessed to like be able to come out on the other side and witness some of the people on stage and in the audience who I like now literally refer to as my family and like some of my greatest friends just like build a 
beautiful, solid foundation under their feet, solely based off of who they are and how they express themselves. Like that's, that's just unreal to me. And it's a beautiful thing to behold. And it's all thanks to art and artists just sticking with it. So, I mean, it's kind of late, but the end of the story is just always stick with it and never give up on yourself as corny as that fucking sounds. Shout out Tyler, your world. Y'all go check him out. Big shout out to Tyler. Love y'all. Love you too, brother. What's up, Sarah? I see your hand. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that and also tie in with something brought up earlier, which is like the pains of going unrecognized and putting your all out on the line and feeling like people are just overlooking you. And I think it's so common with artists because, you know, we put everything into our work. Like our work is us. So that being reflected um, through people just like overlooking it can be easy to take personal, you know, and I guess just creating a level of separation where you're looking at your work, you know, as objectively as you can or, or subjectively, if you can, like keeping some stuff to yourself, like putting a sketchbook that you just trash up like finding different ways to interact with art where it's not all just about the moment you're in the spotlight you know creating those moments where you're just figuring it out for figuring it out sake I think um I definitely relate to the sentiment of being the only artist in the room when I was growing up but now I'm in the spot like I mean look around and there's just immense talent all around me like on Twitter and so like I can't necessarily hold on to, to the title of like ty- of artist to the same degree as I could before, because now it's more like, what else, right? Like, what else do I bring to the table other than art? What, what can I say that is different from someone else? And I think um, while I figure that out, because I don't have the answers yet, I'm just working on my craft. And one thing my teacher said to me uh, that really stuck with me was that a lot of people fall into the pit of letting their style be when aspirations meet their relations, meaning that they will just say, ah, this is my style, when really they could work on drawing hands better or, you know, could look into colors or whatever. But I think in general, art is so personal and intuitive that if you're not following what feels right and you're just following what seemingly gets good reception, then you're going to just follow Like, you're going to unknowingly build yourself into your own creative prison and that might be like a hard thing to break out of, you know, if you build a market that's expecting you to draw something you're not even like into anymore. But in t- on top of that, you know, art is how we carry ourselves. It's how we look at the world and it's how we express ourselves. So it's also where I take a shtick at people like biting style. Cause it's like, bro, there's a million ways to say anything. Why are you going to do it the exact same way that's already been done? And if you don't necessarily know like how to approach something or you look at like the great masters and you feel intimidated, like start with what you're good at right now. Like if it's literally just lines on a page with not like no representation, it's just do that. Like if it's literally just scratching paper, like if it's scratching a desk, just scratch a desk. So it's really cool texture and, and then build into whatever else it goes into. Like art is such a, fluid path yeah yeah just adding on to that uh i really like what uh 
I think like Midio, you said earlier, like um, you you were just like taking like like reference photos of just like anatomical things and just like layering them together in Photoshop and just trying out different mediums, which I think is just so fire. Like I don't know, I feel like even like listening to like people in this room talk, and also just like checking out what like everyone here makes, I just feel like I'm realizing just how limited my idea of what art is is like at the moment. I don't know. That's all I had to say. Man, that's real. You got to explore what art is and isn't. I mean, you know, from flipping a urinal on its head and calling it art to throwing paint and then like stapling it, you know, whatever it may be, you got to figure out, you got to break it. <laughs> and then you got to understand, like, yeah, you got to break it, but you also got to understand like what keeps it together too. I feel like you can latch on to one single element, you know, like, and, and run with it. You don't necessarily need to do everything. You don't need perfect anatomy if you just make really appealing lines. Like it's, yeah. Exactly. There's just one so, saying that says, oh, my bad. Just I'll make it no, quick. No, um, you got to know the rules to break them. And I think that's just really about finding balance and playing around, uh, understanding, like, the fundamentals and what makes things what, and then applying your own emotions and thoughts and feelings into that. Um, and really just playing around. Like, if you're going to be making art, you're going to be making art your whole life, pretty much. Like, a lot of us have put years and years you know the days don't have an ending you can always keep trying things uh keep learning keep growing finding new avenues um like a lot of us came from web 2 into web 3 that in itself is a different avenue for growth and exposure to different mindsets and ideas um and really just like meeting people like there's always going to be so much you can learn uh and teach others um, so why not like really just try your hand at everything and see what works with you and what you can do well. And that's it. They just naturally grow out of that. But um, I just wanted to say we're coming up on two hours pretty close now. Um, we can go ahead and give our, our final statements. I want people to enjoy their Friday. I go, think it's Friday. Go retweet. Right? Go retweet my art. <laughs> Go retweet my Yo, go follow Burrito Dow. Go check out everything they're doing. Turn on notifications. You know yes, all that okay. good shit. Follow making it. Follow. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, follow <laughs> Burrito. Follow Burrito. Follow Burrito. Follow making it. Follow uh, all the Joe. Kula account that like no one knows about. <laughs> um, I said follow you, I all, everyone. <laughs> No, really. Follow, follow the super rare bot. Go, go follow everyone that's just in the space right now. And then to, to, to end it off, I'll just say, yo, everything truly is art. Once you really conceptualize the idea that anything with the human touch can be considered art, whether that be dancing, music, art, linguistics, like everything is truly art. Then from there on, man, you can just create whatever the hell you want. Who gives a fuck? And I will give free game just quickly. That one thing that definitely changed my perception, especially through contemporary art and things, is that the most important part about art isn't necessarily just the, you know, your stylistic choices or the, the visual representation of it, but more so the context. And I mean, context is everything. Once you really create the 
context, the story behind it, then it really starts to breathe a new life. And people will kind of see it more for than just random strokes of, you know what I mean, paint or just some random shit you make. It, the context really helps it, helps people understand what you really try to create and why it matters. What's, what's the point of the existence of it to really exist in our world? So I hope everyone keeps on creating. I appreciate it when they popped out. Go retweet my shit. That's the one time I'm a show. <laughs> but I love everyone, man. Hey, what you mean, bro? I was joking, boy. This was the nah, we joking. We joking. Nah, we do whatever we want. They gonna see us. They gonna have to look. Right, let, me, let, let me quickly run down everyone in the space. You know, it's the go-to. Long gotta do it every time. My fault, my fault. Um, shouts out to... Uh, oh, big shouts out to Baggy Sweatshirt, bro. Yo, promise. Trust, trust, brother. I'm definitely gonna be Bengali representation. They gonna know, bro. Fly and good at art, bro. Crazy combo. But um, shout out Greta, shout out Pinstripe, shout out Sewa, I love you Sewa. Um, shout out Deshaun Martin, shout out Farah, shout out Aaron, shout out Moody, shout out Goliath, shout out Kai, shout out Dylan, shout out Gamo, shout out Cliff, shout out Tristan, shout out Terrell, shout out No, shout out Serp, Stax, Beggit, Rare, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Shout out Tyler, you're already shout out 3D, Bushra, Bubble, Joe, Yaga, Burrito Dow, Kula. Everyone that's really out here making shit move, bro. Keep on creating. Keep doing your thing. This is truly a community. We all just trying to see each other win. I'm going to be a headass on my Aristotle shit, and I'll say, once you realize that everyone sits at the same table, we can all eat, shit starts to change. If everyone is sitting at the same table, we can all eat. We can all eat. I promise you there's enough to go around. We're going to keep supporting, man. And if you have enough, then push the plate to the next person, bro. Cause I promise you, man, we're going to Leaders of the new generation shit right here, bro. We're going crazy, man. We got visions. We got ambitions. And we're just going to keep on creating. Because this is more than a destiny. This is something I signed up for the rest of my life. So I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Shout out, Matty Olana. No cap. No cap. That was like a perfect album outro. Cooler mixtape coming soon. (laughs) Some album mixtape coming soon. (laughs) Y'all got outro music? Um, Yo, yo. Big shots out to TJ, bro. I was in that boy's face. Bro had a whole outro music at the end. That shit had me dying. Yo, y'all gotta start doing outros, bro. (laughs) Just let that shit play out, bro. Like, subscribe. Feel free to hit the like button. Feel free to subscribe. And until next time, Burrito Doubt out. It's a wrap. (laughs) 